Hey, welcome to another episode of Transformed and Renewed. If this is your first time checking us out, welcome, welcome. And if you are returning, what is good, family? So check this out. This is our first time doing this on a Friday night. So I hope this is not too different. And sorry for the delay, technical difficulties getting set up, but it is technically easy right now. So again, if this is your first time checking us out, thank you for joining us. And I can definitely guarantee you that we are going to have a great session tonight because we are going to be talking about essential oils. And so when it comes down to it, one thing that we're going to talk about is, of course, what are essential oils and the various uses for essential oils, but especially as it relates to human health. Because at the end of the day, you know, like we have been talking over the past couple of weeks about different prescription medication and drugs. And a lot of times prescription medicines and drugs use a lot of synthetic additives or fillers or chemicals that may not be the best for human health long term. And for most people, they may not even realize it, but you're trying to treat a disease or cure something and you realize that you have to you're taking medication in order to cure one thing that you were diagnosed with two years ago and now you are trying to deal with something else three years later trying to take another medicine and it can get very just overwhelming when you think about how much medication you're taking just in order to get back to that one component that you was trying to treat 10 years ago, okay? So what we're going to talk about is how we can really incorporate some natural alternatives. And a lot of these can be very inexpensive, but it's also important to not think that just because something is inexpensive, that it's not effective. And so this is where the science comes in it that we understand, okay, what does the data show, as well as how has this been proven in uh, clinical trials or even animal studies? And so this is what we are going to get into. So look at this as basically a one-on-one in terms of essential oils. So if you didn't know a whole lot about essential oils, we are going to dive right into it. And one thing that I will do is show actual data research papers and articles because I never want you to just take my word for it. Of course, I can tell you what something is, but I also think that it is much more effective if you can actually see the information just like I'm seeing it. And so when we get into it, we think about essential oils. Essential oils are essentially going to be compounds that are derived from plants and these can be volatile, and aromatic compounds that are derived from plants. And when we think about plants, essential oils can come from different parts of the plants. So when you think about the root, you think about the stem, the leaf, the branches, etc., even flowers and seeds, essential oils can actually be derived from them. And one thing that essential oils can do is they can help aid the plant in growth because of their benefits and so when we really think about that in a nutshell we can really understand that essential oils have an aromatic 
uh, presence and they also have a volatile presence because if you were to essentially derive essential oil or an oil from a plant, let's use lavender as an example. If we were to, de if we were to derive um, lavender oil from the lavender flower, okay, and we derived it in full, sometimes with some essential oils, it is best to dilute them just because of the potency. And that basically means that if you were to take something in a full dose, depending on the application, it may provide a negative benefit or it could provide a, a side effect that is undesirable. And so with a lot of essential oils, understanding their nature and how um, they should be applied can really help us in understanding, okay, we can essentially use essential oils, but there are some of course, conditions to this. So I am going to pull up a research article because, again, like I said, I do want us to really look at the information and also kind of go through this because the next question is that we are going to go through is what can I use essential oils for and what are the benefits, which is to me my favorite topic area because this is going to be where you start to see some light bulbs going off or or at least you start to think about some light bulbs going off. So let me actually dive into a paper. And as we get into it, you'll see that some of these can be long-winded, but I will share some suggestions just like I do in each video about how if this is your first time or you may have issues with going through articles, how you can actually use some tips or techniques in order to parse through a lot of the information and to really have a agenda when you're looking at articles. And so this is essentially what I do and it helps me to better understand, you know, what, what was the goal of this particular research? Was this goal accomplished? And what are the highlights of this research? And did the research provide enough relevant information? So. Let me share my screen and we are going to dive into some information and we're just going to go from there. So let us pull this up. And let's see. So we are going to be looking at essential oils. So let us share the screen. Let's see. Okay. Bam. There we go. So let me make sure that this is uh okay. Okay. So with this this particular article. Just had to make sure the sizing was correct. But this particular article, of course, is about essential oils, but specifically, this is focusing on the neuropharmacological effects in aromatherapy. Okay, and so this is essentially dealing with the cognitive brain effects uh, from essential oils as well as aromatherapy. So as we go or scroll down before we scroll down too much and again if this is your first time 
I will say typically with a lot of research articles, you have the abstract, which gives you a brief overview of the research. Quick background, sometimes this may be titled introduction, objectives, method, results, conclusion, etc. And then any graphical images. So this can be typically images, maybe video, but usually it's images. And then as we scroll down, this is where we get into the introduction. So this gives us a lot of information about the study. So breaking down a lot of the terminology, what is essential oils like we talked about. One thing I think I forgot to mention was that essential oils were concentrated. So when I was referring to you have to dilute some essential oils, that is because they are concentrated, volatile, and aromatic liquids. Again, they're derived from natural plants. So like I mentioned, they can be derived um, derived or extracted from uh, peels, seeds, roots, bark, branches, etc. And so when it comes down to essential oils, as we can see, they are complex mi mixture made up of different types, which include alcohols, esters, phenols, oxides, acid, ketones, etc. And so when we start to look at how essential oils are used, they can be used in different areas. So when we think about being used in food, they can be used as uh, sterilization, so sterilizing different equipment. You can use oils to sterilize. You can even use oils, which I know I did this in a grad course that I took, was using essential oils on tomatoes. And this was basically to serve as an antimicrobial and antibacterial against any um, unknown agents that could basically affect the spoilage of the tomatoes. And so essential oils, again, depending on the level of concentration, can have some powerful effects. Then when we think about pharmaceutical, they can provide, again, antibacterial, but they can also help with um, skin health. So providing the skin with a protection or a barrier from unknown agents that can affect the epidermis or the dermal epidermal. And so when we really think about how essential oils are used, they can serve basically as a barrier. And then think about the, uh, or excuse me, the cosmetic industry, thinking about the skin. Uh, pharmaceutical, this is more so for medicine. So if you were trying to take different prescription medication to treat anything, whether it's for diseases or even um, diabetes or you know, something with depression, essential oils can play a role in helping the brain or helping your cognitive behavior. And one of the sections that we'll get into, it actually talks about how essential oils were used in an area of uh, nootropics and how you know we'll kind of see some results about that with nootropics, which has to deal with cognitive behavior. So as we scroll down, and again, the introduction is one section that can actually contain a lot of information that you may not be familiar with. But the reason why I want to go through this is because sometimes you may be wondering, okay, where's all this information find, found that I may 
feel like I haven't learned in years. Well, a lot of this is essentially information that is published on the web, but you also have to go to certain databases that have basically vetted out some research articles, ensuring that the articles are accurate, the information is concise, and that it is relevant with based on previous research studies. And typically, I like to go to one of the best of the best databases, usually Science Direct, and there are some other ones that I usually go to because I, I know the, the ranking score with those, plus also know that I'm going to get comprehensive information, and that is what you want, more information than little. And so, again, as we go through this, and I don't want to be too long-winded, but we can kind of see that there are some essential oils that you may be familiar with, like lavender oil, um, rose oil, peppermint oil, and there are some other oils, such as cinnamon oil, clove oil. You also have um, rose, uh, rosemic or rosemary. I know the, the terminology for the rosemary um, oil. I think it may also be called rosemary, but anyway, you have different types of oil. You also have thyme oil. And so with these different oils, and there are plenty of other oils like lemon oil, um, <clears throat> I want to say grapeseed, Oil. And a lot of these have different benefits, which we can see down here is that, and I just want to highlight this where if we were to look at this section in terms of what can essential oils do, well, this section pretty much gives us a brief overview uh, is that essential oils can have beneficial effects when it comes to the CNS, which is the central nervous system. Also, with anti-anxiety. So if you have issues with just being still or you're just constantly worried, something is just uneasy for you, essential oils can help with that, even promoting uh, memory and cognition. So if you have issues with remembering certain details or just even remembering simple details that you feel like you should be able to remember, essential oils can help with that. Depression, intelligence, sleep, and when you really look at this list, you, you start to wonder like, man, if this is so easily available, why hasn't it been available all this time in the pharmaceutical industry or in prescription medication? And there's a simple answer to that. It has to deal with. So, and, and again, a lot of times when it comes to plant-based products or just even plants in general, you can't patent a plant just because it's already accessible. Anybody can do it. But if you can use or extract compounds from a plant and you can show that it has some decent efficacy in human trials or clinical trials, nevertheless, not really looking at the negative side effects. But if you can prove that, hey, this has some beneficial effects, then that can get marketed. Now, again, I can't say that I'm a fan of that, but that is essentially what a lot of companies typically do. But this research shows us that you can basically go to the actual source, which are the plants, or even getting the, the extracts of these plants, which are the essential oils, and really utilizing these benefits. 
So I want us to scroll down to, get to some other information. And again, this is a, an extensive paper. And again, these are other, other, other articles that I have here. But again, because I know that this is a long-winded article, you can tell by this, <clears throat> can tell by this icon how how much it moves as I'm scrolling up and down. Um, but again, some of these oils you probably are familiar with: eucalyptus, uh, chamomile. What else is it? Myrrh, myrrh from the Bible. Yep, menthol. And so as we scroll down, this is a table basically of essential oils. One thing I wanted to point out is that if you were to look at this, and, and again, you can also take a look at this link. And one thing that you'll see is about this table is that because this is a fixed website, even if I were to put it on a bigger screen, it still would have the same dimension. So this is not a, the complete table, which means that you have to scroll over. And this is what, what we like to see is the pharmacological effects as well as the reference. And the reference is basically going to show us the, the article that we can reference this information to just in order to prove that it is what this basically proves that this is. But from each of these oils, it shows us the pharmacological about inflammation, lowering blood lipids, so ensuring that you have smooth blood flow in your body. This is camphene or camphor. Um, you probably heard of it, camphor phenique um, in the small jar. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, and a lot of times you will hear some of the root words from this. You also see orange blossom. And so as we scroll down, we can also see like lemon oil, orange oil. Where can you get these from? Basically from the peel, which we discussed earlier. And so when you think about each of these oils, it's very easy. You buy them from the grocery store. But what do you do with the flesh or what do you do with essentially the waste? You don't just throw it away, but you can actually use those, which I have done. Is, And I'm just going to give you this tip. You can use the peels, put them in a mason jar, add some distilled vinegar to this, let it sit, and what it's going to do is you can basically create a vinegar cleaning solution. And also what it's going to do as those peels sit in that vinegar, it's basically going to extract the oils from those peels. So instead of you just throwing all of that away, you're able to take the oils from that orange peel and you're able to have a stronger or an even more aromatic cleaning solution in your home and without buying a lot of chemicals that you know could be harmful towards your kitchen or even if you're using a surface and you're doing a lot of meal prep or food prep and you happen to even prep food directly on the counter, you don't want those chemicals coming in in direct contact with your food and causing your stomach to get nauseated or causing you to get nauseated. And so, again, with these types of oils, they can help with anti-dementia, anti-cancer, antioxidant. This is a combination. Do not sleep on anti-cancer because we all have different oxid or free radical cells or oxidizing agents in our bodies. Now, they are just at a, at a level that is not rampant to where we are exhibiting 
issues such as diseases. But one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to forfeit a lot of these benefits. So, and, and sometimes just getting the actual fruit or the produce, you can still get these benefits. But this is specifically talking about the oils that you can get this or that these are some of the benefits, but you also have to continue to utilize the oils. And so let's uh, scroll down because again, this is a full list and you start to get excited when you start looking at that. But one thing I wanted to show was the nootropics, which has to do with cognitive or memory performance. And so one thing is that when we look at this, we wanted to see, let's see, this was rosemary. And one thing we looked at was that the, the score. So I want to say that this was looking to see memory performance. Let's go show that. Yeah. So this shows that they were looking for a improvement with memory performance. And so when we as we kind of see this information, it showed that the rosemary significantly improved the memory performance of college students who took rosemary compared to those who just either took a um, um, placebo. I'm looking at this correctly. But <clears throat> of course, it kind of showed that the rosemary essential oil um, could improve the learning ability of mice. And so this was basically um, in the animal studies i'm looking at and yeah so lower scores should just fewer memory problems because this was also one where they if the mean score was lower it kind of showed that there was an improvement in in um having memory problems which is good and so as we go through this looking at the different essential oils um a lot of these statements can't say that this improves this just because of the smaller sample size, even if it was something like a thousand. But when you think about this could increase it, it likely will increase it if you apply this correctly. But it says that lemon essential oil could increase memory and learning in increasing the attention level of rest. Now, of course, this is done in rest, but you can also realize that applied to clinical trials or human studies, this can also increase the memory and learning of these essential oils of lemon being applied. And so each of these sections kind of go into a different area and there are different essential oils based on their benefits and their nature, well, how they can provide various benefits. And so with the interest of time, I did want to kind of just go down or scroll down through some of these sections, but you kind of get an idea of what essential oils can do. They, they can serve as antimicrobial, they can help with um, anti-anxiety, depression, they can even help with just serving as anti-cancerous or anti-cancer agent as we looked earlier. And they have a lot of benefits and don't want to weigh you down with so many of the benefits, but these are enough to get you to thinking about let me really start to think about essential oils, even with epilepsy. What was this one? Let's see. This was 
menthol, limonene. Okay, gotcha. So these are some of the essential oils with epilepsy. So sleep promotion. So if you have trouble sleeping, lavender is one that I, I typically keep in a bottle. So lavender is good. And then we look at rose, essential oil, citrus. So a lot of these you can get at the grocery store. And again, it's not hard to extract some of these. And, and, and it also depends on how much you want to apply. Some of these you can apply on your skin directly. You may want to do a dilution. So you may want to do the concentrated, whether it's like three or four drops or so. It also depends on how strong you want the dilution to be. And you may apply that in a, a water-based solution. So you may apply this in another um, glass or small glass container, use a dropper, apply it to your skin or to the area that is affected. And this can really start to provide you with some benefits. Okay. And, and again, it, with any of these, if you're already encountering any types of diseases or you are dealing with any type of issues, it's always good to consult your primary care physician before you start to use any of these as a a primary solution. Again, you don't have to, but it is recommended, especially if you already have an ongoing issue or health issue. So as we scroll through these, one thing I wanted to point out was this icon, which I thought was pretty neat. So these were some of the compounds of the essential oils that make up the oil. So you have acids, ketones, esters, and a lot of these can go into the brain. So also with the essential oils, instead of just applying them on the skin, you can inhale the essential oils. So just smelling the compounds, and once they get into your, your nasal system, this can then go into your brain. And these are some of the effects, nootropic effects, which helps with your cognition, your memory, anti-dementia. So this can really offset early dementia or even Alzheimer's. And so this is important. And then anti-anxiety. So you have a lower risk or lower incident level of encountering anxiety when you essentially inhale these essential oils often, okay? And even along with that antidepressant. So these are just some of the benefits. And also I figured that this illustration would help to give you some ideas of okay, this is how essential oils work, and these are some of the benefits, okay? So again, know that there's a lot more information that I could cover, and trust me, there's more because you see this icon is at, it's not even at the bottom. But again, these are just, this is just some information to help you to really start thinking about, okay, I see what essential oils can do. Let me not sleep on that. And again, you can get these anywhere. You can get these from your local farmers market you can get them bulk i would say you want to go to a credible website because you don't just want to get these from a, a thrift store anywhere because essential oils you want to get quality okay if you get the cheap stuff you could get a product that is very diluted and it has very little benefit so it's important that you really get the quality products if you're looking at essential oils. Even do some research, understand the labels, 
um, even understanding if they're organic, how they are handled, things of that nature. Um, because you don't want to, if you're going to spend money on it, you want to make sure that you're getting good quality value, okay? So when it comes down to this, if you do have any questions about this, like I said, I know that this is a, it's a lot of information that I know that we didn't cover, but I want you to really think of this as an introduction about what essential oils are, as well as how they can be used in you know, different applications and some of the benefits they can have on human health, okay? So if you do have any questions, make sure you drop them in the comments below. You can even inbox us directly. We would love to follow up with your feedback or any questions that you have. And also let us know how you enjoyed this content because we wanna make sure that we provide you with relevant content, but we also wanna make sure that you are able to at least understand what we are sharing with you. So if there's anything that you have for us, whether it's questions, feel free to let us know and make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Make sure you do that because we appreciate it. We appreciate it. We don't take what you do for us, you know, taking the time out to join us. We don't take that for granted. And so I do want to thank you for joining us tonight. And until next time, make sure you check us out on Thursdays. And if not Thursdays, usually, typically we do Thursdays live if you want to catch us live, but you can also catch this recorded if it's not convenient for you to join us live. But typically Thursdays, if not Friday, but make sure that you follow us again, hit that like and subscribe button, and I will see you next time, okay?